Today we share why being a church for the disillusioned church leavers and the questioning seekers and unbelievers is so important today. Why we believe that the good news of Jesus is needed in our own lives first so that we can be the church to the world we live in. And how even one verse, one whisper of the Spirit in your heart, one moment of connecting to the realm of heaven can change your life forever. Are you a seeker, believer, doubter, or philosopher? Are you church-weary and disillusioned, or Jesus-loving and digging deeper? This church welcomes you all. Join siblings, Ben and Joanna Church, your hosts for the I Will Be Your Church podcast a daily discovery of the realm of God. Grow strong in the truth of God's presence and love so that you can say to your families, friends, co-workers, and social media worlds, I will be your church. Jesus said, So now I am giving you a new commandment, love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. John 13, 34 through 35. So the question is, why us? Why now? Why God? Hi, I'm Joanna Church, and I am joined by my brother, Ben Church. This pilot episode of the I Will Be Your Church podcast is to introduce you to us and to get a feel for the heart behind the podcast. A few years ago, a good friend of mine whom I met through the church I attended when I lived in Cleveland, Ohio, walked away from her traditional beliefs. There were many reasons why this happened, the same way there are many reasons so many people are moving away from churches, and in many cases, from God as well. But over the years, she would say to me, Joanna, you are my church, which I've always hoped was more than just a play on my last name, but was actually a response of her heart to my continued support and love for her during her time of questioning and seeking, which she is actually still in the process of. This became a purpose in my spirit to say to anyone who is seeking that I will be your church. Jesus said that, Our love for one another would prove to the world that we are his followers, not our judgment, not our condemnation, not our support of specific legislations, but our love. And it was this purpose that drove me to reach out to my brother and say, let's share the good news and love of God with people who are needing to hear it. Let's be the church to people who may never step foot into a building. Not because we're special, perfect Christians or seminary trained or great preachers, but because we love God and we love people. And so here we are today. Ben, when I asked you to join me in this podcast idea, how did you answer these questions in yourself? Why us? Why now? Why God? Well, it really occurred to me that we're the church anyway. So whether or not we decide that we're going to live for Christ or be a good representation of him, we are, no matter what. People are looking at us saying, well, that's the church of Jesus Christ. So we are representing him 
whether we love everyone or not. And so yeah. I remember it started for me back in like about 1996 or so. When I heard that song, you probably remember it. Uh, what if God was one of us? Or I think it's just called yeah. one of us. And, you know, it just struck me. One of the lyrics in it, one of the verses was, if God had a face, what would it look like? And would you want to see it? If seeing meant that you had to believe in things like heaven and in Jesus and in all the saints and all the prophets. And I thought to myself, why wouldn't you want to believe? Yeah. Because to her or to someone who hasn't been immersed in the church or church culture or have, has any idea of what the church really is, we are Jesus. We are heaven. We are the saints and the prophets. We are the Bible. And so our representation has made this person question, I don't want that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. We are the church, whether or not we're thinking we're representing it or not. And so it's important to me that not only in my own life, but as you ask me, why us? Why now? Why God? Because it's just time. I think the end times are here. I think God's calling us to a higher level and we need to just live that life. And it reminded me of the scripture in Romans 2.24 where the Apostle Paul says, for the name of God is blasphemed among the nations or the Gentiles because of you. Hmm. They're looking at us and you want to know why the the name of Jesus is, is blasphemed and why God's made fun of? It's because it's our representation. of him that they're making fun of. We haven't been doing any justice to him. No. And I want that to change in my life. I want that to change in my family. I want that to change in my church. And it is, you know, I'm not saying that we are constantly failing at all moments, but I want to continually strive to be that ambassador to Christ. I I think you had a scripture that you wanted to talk about, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.20, where the Apostle Paul says, now then we are ambassadors for God's anointed one, Jesus Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on behalf of the anointed one, be reconciled to God. So first of all, we're ambassadors of Christ. We are Christ to the world. But I that last part really spoke to me too, because he, he's pleading with us as if God is pleading with us be reconciled to him. Well, you might say, I'm a Christian. I I am reconciled to God. But are you really reconciled to God? Like every day of your life, is is your will his will? Is his will your will? Are, Are you changing your values, exchanging your visions, exchanging your dreams for his values, vision, and dreams? And I, I want that to be yes in my life. Yeah, and I I totally agree with that sentiment. I was watching a TV show a while back where I didn't like what I saw represented as Christians on the TV show, and I was disgusted by it. Mm -hmm. But because of that, I really felt God speaking to me and saying, but that's how they see you. Yeah, Not me personally, but although maybe sometimes, but that's how they see the church. They see us as a lot of things that we're not supposed to be. And so I'm, I'm wholeheartedly in that with you that the idea behind this is that 
we want to start with us. Mm -hmm. Starting with just you and I and saying, we want to be the church. We want to represent accurately or as accurately as we're able to do on this earth, what God looks like, how he feels towards people, how he loves them, how he is reaching out for them and how he is pleading, pleading with them, pleading with us. Come on, be reconciled to me. Come to me, return to me, be a part of me. Totally agree with that. Uh, Did you have anything else that you wanted to say on that? Well, I think we think that God is pleading, pleading. And so we want to impose God's will, let's say, on people's lives in order for them to change. I think that's been the Christian approach for at least my lifetime, if not longer. Let's legislate morality, they they call that. Which doesn't Uh, really... Don't no, work. So and you know what that's doing? It's taking away the power of God. Yeah. And trying to, us to force God's will on people. Instead of being an ambassador, being an example of who Christ is, preaching the gospel, and letting the Holy Spirit do the work. You know, God will change people. He will change their lives when they experience him. And how we don't have ex- to we don't have to force people. No. And I don't think God wants people forced. <laughs> no, look into at the, look at Jesus him. when he. Where, where did Jesus spend his time? Most of the gospel stories, most of his encounters are outside the synagogue. Most, you know, he did have synagogue meetings, he, but most of the, the stories were outside on the road, in city centers, in private homes. He had a lot of home meetings out in the wilderness. You know, out in nature. And that's where the power of God moved. That's where he encountered people, showed forth the love, and that's where the miracles happened. Yeah. So why can't that happen in our lives? If we are the church of Jesus Christ out in the world, not just on a Sunday or a Wednesday night or whatever night you gather together, you are the church. You know, I'm reminded of that scripture, Matthew 18, 20, where Jesus said, where two or three of you are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of you. And that's all that church means. Church means assembly or just gathering together. So wherever two of us are, that's church, you know, and we can agree and God can move in a miraculous way. And it's not through political means. It's not through, you know, litigation or anything like that. It's through an encounter with the person of Jesus Christ. And that only happens with me and you in contact with other people. And that's that's every day. Well, and I think, you know, going back to the fact that I had someone say that to me, you're my church. There's a whole world out there of people who need us to, in their daily lives, be Mm -hmm. the church. They're not going into the building, nor should they have to. And we're supposed to be that for them. We're supposed to be the hands Uh, of God reaching to them and holding them and feeding them and clothing them. For the people who are listening to this, that is what our hope is in the upcoming year as we, on a daily basis, just sort of talk about how to do that, how to be that. And if you're not sure that you want to be, a chance for you to hear a little bit about the message of what God is pleading with you for. 
And you're welcome to listen as well because he is pleading to you. Mm-hmm. So the greatest spiritual message that we can give you in that daily podcast that is coming and that will permeate everything we work on discovering together is that God is reaching out to you. He's pleading with you at all times and in many different ways to be reconciled to him, to turn back to him, to receive him. Wherever you are right now, you could be sitting in your living room, brokenhearted over the end of a relationship, waking up hungover, high, or in a bed that isn't the one you should be in, in a prison cell, a school lunchroom, a hospital bed, pushing your baby's stroller on a walk. Wherever you are right now, God is speaking directly to you, and he's saying, you are not alone. You are not too far gone. You are not worthless. I see you. I hear you. I love you. I am with you. You are precious and you have purpose. Turn to me and let me clothe you with my presence and love. If this message of connecting with God and being clothed in his love resonates with you, watch for and subscribe to the I Will Be Your Church daily podcast that will begin airing on Monday, November 30th. So my prayer of blessing for all of you listening is number one, that you would just respond to the heart of God and turn towards the cross. My prayer would be that you repent of evil ways, turn towards the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would embrace the power of the Holy Spirit and the truth of God's word. And lastly, that you would be a willing doer of God's will in your life and in your world. Go out and do it. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so that you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to also see Ben's blog, Joanna's poetic journeys, connect to our social media, contact us, and browse our online store where you can find ways to share the message of this church family movement.